Welcome to the Health Code Podcast. I'm Sarah, otherwise known as Sarah's Day, and I'm a health and fitness YouTuber. And I'm Kurt, professional photographer and content creator, or also known as Sarah's Boyfriend. We're here to help you crack the code to a healthy and fit lifestyle. We're going to be talking all things health, fitness, relationship, lifestyle, and career. So it's time to grab your code books because we're about to spill some serious tips. Really? That sounds so bitchy. Welcome back to the Health Code Podcast. (laughs) And for those of you who didn't get to hear what we were talking about before, I was talking about Sarah and how unprofessional she is on this podcast. (laughs) Are you kidding me? We just did a little recording just before just to like intro the show. And first thing she does is like a big cough. Come on, mate. I'm just clearing clearing my throat so I can talk to the people. (laughs) Anyway, I know it has been a little while between drops. Drops, is that the same? Drops. You know, it's been a while between drops. What does that mean? I don't really know. What are you talking about? (laughs) Do you mean in between episodes? Yeah, in between episodes. But isn't the saying like in between drops? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, maybe I'm delusional. Anyway, (laughs) I'm sorry that it has taken so long for us to record another episode, but we are back and we are excited and happier than ever to I'm, be recording. I'm, I can't believe you agreed to this episode. I, you guys, my favorite topic of all time in anything is always food. Anything to do with food, whether it's like meal prepping, diet tips, not that I believe in diets, but like what's in our fridge. So actually our friend Ed came up with this um, topic and I was keen automatically and I was like, knew Kurt wouldn't be keen. I was like, oh, this is going to be boring. Kurt's not really a foodie. I love food. You know how there's like that harmonious relationship between fitness and food? I'm all about the food side. I'm all about like, what are you eating? What are you fueling your body with? I love that side. So I could not be more excited (laughs) about this episode. And I also love when we have no strategy or like no plan for the episode. We have not one note in front of us oh, we haven't is, even discussed what we're going to talk about this we is just, the epitome of winging it today but i i as a as a podcast listener i like listening to people just have like convos yeah so, but it's probably not a good business like model is it nah. just wing it and you'll be all right nah. <laughs> look Kurt, it's worked for us so far yeah so that's true let's, if it's not broken don't fix it you know what i mean no but i feel like stuff like this we can talk about forever but anyway let us know if you like more of the casual relaxed podcast because so far that's what it seems like you guys are liking rather than the more structured stuff yeah all right so maybe before we get into the show should we go through the weekly wrap <gasps> so much to update you guys on let's get into it the weekly wrap. Yeah. all right i will start because i suppose i'm the more serious one i live on pinterest okay like <laughs> Sure, I love Instagram. I love YouTube. There is no secret there. But I'm obsessed with Pinterest. How good is a hashtag good collab? If, if Pinterest, board. if Pinterest want to sponsor me, I'm totally down. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm all about the mood board. I have. So if you are not um, up to date with what we're doing in our lives right now, we're trying to buy a house. Which honestly, we have almost gotten this house. We're just waiting for like the bank to come back to us. But we have like made an offer on the house. The people are like, yes, they've pretty much accepted it, but it's not 100%. You know, like, let me just tell you, house buying is so complicated and it it just like, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, so I will update you guys when we find out 100% if we get the house, Mm. but we're trying and it's looking very, very promising. 
So what's the first thing you do when you try to buy a house or you try to buy an apartment? Well, wait, or- wait, 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 wait. Bring, bring a bit of like context in this story. The house that we're looking to buy, oh. we, we want to do some renovations to it to start with because yes. it's a little bit older and Sarah needs a, like a nice, beautiful kitchen that we can film because like that's most yeah. of your content, right? Yeah, look. First world problems. You could totally <laughs> you could totally move in. Like, okay, for instance, my parents are like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. I was like, there, right there. Yeah. If my parents think it's beautiful, it needs some renovations. <laughs> <laughs> now they're more old school. But like, we could totally, if we get this house, I don't want to get invested. Yeah. But we could fully move into this house and like live and it would be fine. But if you guys know what our apartment looks like now, we're tainted. Like yeah. our apartment now we moved in and it's like new and beautiful and fresh. So we kind of want to make our new house like that as well. And the majority of my work, especially with this cooking project coming up, will revolve around the kitchen. So I really, I've always dreamt of having a big, beautiful white kitchen. Like I even have plans to, I want, sorry, Kurt, I'm sort of throwing you in in the deep end here. I want Kurt to build (laughs) a a tripod in the roof for my camera so I can do bird's eye view cooking tutorials because I, I hate setting up a tripod like (laughs) and i love cooking videos so i'm like kurt can you just build let's just build a studio slash kitchen like with lights in the corners and camera stuff i'm keen because it's going to be challenging at the same time you don't want your house to look like a studio that's why i want it to go in the in the roof uh, oh my gosh come on you say you're pretty good you say you're handyman (laughs) you say you're handyman this is your we're gonna be building something from scratch that's not even invented yet and you know what no 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 i'm gonna patent that you. And then I'm going to sell it for millions of dollars. There we go. Um, tune in for the next episode, The Side Hustle. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, rewind back to Pinterest. Yeah. So the fact that we're trying, we want to do up this house, I have a mood board for everything. I have a mood board for the floors, the stairs, the bathroom, the kitchen, the bedroom, the nursery, every, even the back deck. Yeah. Oh my God goodness That's i'm like what i'm most excited for is the backyard like i love being a carpenter i used to do decking and pergolas was majority of the work that we did oh, when i was working and it doesn't let me forget about it oh it's just oh, i've got every more to time say i walk this. past the deck or pergola i'm like that's a nice one that's a good one you know oh, they've used a hardy deck there like, <laughs> shut up like no yeah i'm such a tradie dad hey yeah, but you, <laughs> you, you say it for me to like swoon oh wow you know how to build a deck well for all those old school builders out there when Whenever you like go past the place that you like built something for, I guarantee you every single one of them points it out to their partner and goes, I, I used to build that, yeah, that, no, that house no, there, I did that there, I whenever did this. We, whenever we look at a house or like, yeah, we're inspecting a house, you would just say these sly comments for me to be like, oh, okay, he knows what he's doing. You're like, hmm, they've used hardwood here. Oh, oh odd, they've used pine. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. They don't talk like that. Yes, no, 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 second of all, I ha- oh, this is one thing that really <laughs> irks me about Sarah. So I was a tradie for like builder, carpenter for like 10 years for a big slice of my life from 18 to, oh, actually probably less, about eight years, sorry, for a big slice of my life, right? Sarah always doubts my ability. She's like, oh can you actually do that or should we just get someone to do it and i'm like what the heck man like what do why do you think i store all those tools in our garage downstairs for? no it's because it's like when your mom says to you make sure you have your greens because you know blah 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 and you go yeah whatever shut up mom but then the doctor tells you make sure you have your greens because blah 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 and you take it seriously i know you too well that i you, doubt you you don't have any faith in me i get it because you're, you're like we could build this and build this I'm like mm, i'll ask a builder you're like i 
I am a builder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Mm-mm, no, we need a second opinion. Anyway, you keep boycotting my weekly rap. Can I please speak? Because you keep insulting me. Okay, so... <laughs> Anyway, I've just spent my whole time on Pinterest and we've become addicted to renovation shows, like proper addicted because we're just like trying to get ideas and like I'm just living, living in this block bubble right now. And I'm so excited. Again, I'm getting ahead of myself. But if we do get this house and we do renovate, I'm going to fully document the whole thing on YouTube and make like the block Sezzy and Kurt series. For, How for, for you in America fun. who listen into our podcast and don't know what The Block is, it's like a renovation reality TV show. Yeah. yeah. So it's just going to be literally like the the truth behind renovating because I live in fairyland. We all know this. <laughs> I live in like a world full of rainbows and unicorns and sunshine and babies. And I don't know what it's actually like to renovate because my parents renovated our house when I was like, I don't know, six. So I just like run around the backyard and like played with the tiles and played with cement. Woohoo. I don't know. So Kurt's like, Sarah, you are so naive. You live in fairyland. Yeah. We're not going to be in this new house until like after Christmas. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Sarah's like, already planning Christmas. We haven't even got the house, by the way. I bagged Sa- Christmas. Sarah's already planning Christmas and the amount of work that we need to do. No. Um, builders in Australia are very busy at the moment and don't really care about your job. That's slack. They just care about the money, right? Yeah, well, I'll, I will sweeten the deal. I'm going to be that really good client. That's great. No, 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 listen. That's great. Listen. But all, most of our work is indoors. So you didn't you didn't let me finish. You're gonna be the one. You're gonna be the one that's like they're gonna turn up on the rain days too. We're gonna be pushed to the back of the the pack. No, because yeah. why? My draw card. Healthy I, brownies. Yes. How did you know? <laughs> they don't care about health food. <laughs> yes. No. 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 <laughs> they have uh, sugar in their no. coffee. They're, they're they're flat. This is the true blue Aussie tradie coffee uh, order right now. Uh, flat white, two sugars. Large uh, flat white, two sugars. Well, I'll say I have I have almond milk and coconut sugar. <laughs> Damn it, they're going to hate my house. Yeah, like when your dad turns up and he's like, this house is shit. Where's, where's, <laughs> I know. Honestly, my dad turns up honestly, and says the same when, thing. When Kurt's dad, okay, so I think, lol, the fact that this episode is about what's in my fridge, yeah. what's not in my fridge, because when Kurt's dad rocks up, I realize how non-mainstream I am. He'll go, Sarah, where's your butter? I'm like, oh, we, we, we don't have butter. Oh, no worries. Where's the milk? I'm like, oh, we got almond milk. Okay, where's the sugar? Oh, we have coconut sugar. Where's your bread? We have paleo bread. Like he I goes, what? <laughs> you don't have milk or bread? Or, What's or, wrong with this or, house? Where's your Vegemite? I'm like, I how un-Australian is that? <laughs> don't even I have love Vegemite. Vegemite, by the way. Oh, but me too. It's got uh, wheat in it. You can't eat it, can it's you? It's not smuggling free. Anyway, my weekly wrap <laughs> is pretty much that I'm living on Pinterest. I'm so excited. I have the most epic ideas for like... Actually, right now I have mostly epic ideas for what bathroom I want because I'm so passionate about the kitchen. It's freaking me out. You know, when you have to like commit and like you care too much about something, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to make the wrong decision, but I have a really, really cool bathroom idea, but just the kitchen, I don't know, but I'm excited to bring you guys along the journey with me. And I will say more about a weekly wrap at the end of the episode. We'll tell them about like our YouTube plan. Oh, yes. Yeah, but okay. I'll, I'll, I'll save that for the end. So right. stay tuned. Ooh, juicy, juicy. All right. So my weekly wrap, I don't like a lot of stuff has happened in work and that. But you know what? Who really cares about that? Yeah. I'm here today to talk about weird compliments that you give your girlfriend, partner, fiance, oh. wife. All right. Oh. So I... I, I, I like Sarah. She's beautiful. You, Every, like, you most, like me. That's, that, thank um, everything, you. Everything about you is beautiful. But the oh. one thing that I love in particular is your bottom. Oh, 
Thank you. You have a booty, girl. <laughs> the other bad. night we were in bed. And where, I, where is this going? And, yeah, the other night we were, we were in bed. And, and Sarah's like jumping into bed. And I said, you know what, Sarah? If I was to eat you, I would eat your butt without even thinking about it. That was the comment that came out of here. Like, how ridiculous is that? And you're like, okay. Do you, do you mean like if we were on a desert island and you were starving and you had to eat me? In my head, it sounded like it was going to be this great compliment no, to be like, you it, have such a great butt, but it just came it, out so wrong. Weird. It came out really <laughs> weird and awkward and creepy. And I was like, um, thank you. <laughs> I still don't know really how to take it, but you said it was a compliment. So I'm going to say thanks, but maybe reword next time and say, wow, how are you squatting at the gym? You're looking good. Maybe not. No, 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 no. That stuff's boring. So I want to hear all your weird compliments to your partners. <laughs> so on our next post that we do on Instagram, the dot health code, go across, give us a follow. That's if you fun. haven't already, what the hell are you doing? That's fun. Um, yeah. Give us, give us all your compliments that you've given to your partner that are just weird and out there. Cause I want to hear them. Yeah. Uh, the only weird compliment I can think that I've really given you is when you come back from the surf and I like hold your face. I'm like, you look like a cute little beachy toddler. But uh, I mean, because like, like all my freckles are popping yeah, out. Yeah, you're so freckly, and yeah. like your eyes are really blue. But like, is it weird that I'm like, oh, you're so cute, like a toddler? Yeah, that's a little bit weird. I, I take it as a compliment though, because I, I don't, don't get offended easily. I don't really think I, I, I say anything else weird, but I like that. I'm, that's I'm fun. Sure that <gasps> I'm excited to read you guys' <laughs> little weird compliments. That's fun. <laughs> On to bigger and better quotes. We usually feature Sarah's dad, Colin. Oh yes. So, for, for a backstory for anyone who doesn't know my father, he's a legend. He's like one of my best friends, but he is a true blue, rough Aussie man. And if you don't know what that is, he's like, oh, he, he comes out with the most epic one-liners ever. He's and they're just so vulgar. He's, like, <laughs> so vulgar. he's, the, he's that classic Aussie. He's like, hey, gown, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's rough. He's blunt and he just makes everyone laugh yeah. because he's so honest for example the first time i met him i'm not going to say what he told me don't because... i was going to say don't that's <laughs> very politically incorrect yeah, it was so bad just don't even just just anyway let's just okay. say don't, right. you, you can't you can't even say what he said to you without no, offending no but it was very people. offensive anyway but funny <laughs> it was funny because he's one of those guys yeah, okay yeah, yeah. if you're easily offended He's your worst nightmare. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so we're at his, we're his birthday dinner. This a fancy is, dinner, it, by we, the way. We're in a very fancy place. Very expensive. Um, we got this nice, you know, this nice like... Seafood. Yeah, he got a seafood platter, didn't he? Yeah. So nice, nice dinner came out. Everything's all good and he's, he's having a great time. <laughs> the waiter comes out and is like, are you guys still hungry? Would you like desserts? Colin comes out with this one-liner. I'm so hungry that I could eat the fested asshole of a snake if someone would hold its head. <laughs> I literally was, I was sitting next to him. I was shocked. The waiter just like looked at him and was like, what the heck just but came out of your mouth? It's the way that he says it. He goes, oh, I'm so hungry. You know, like he yeah. just says it so quick. Oh, well, I, I had to say it slow so that people could pick up what I was saying. I was shocked. I just burst out into tears of laughter and I, I, I decided that I would write that down just to tell you guys straight away. How ridiculous that comment was. The funniest part, the funniest part is that my whole family, including myself, don't even flinch. We don't even we don't even react. And and I'm Kurt goes, oh. with Kurt's like freaking out, being like, Did anyone just hear that? And we're like, Yeah, that's my dad. Like my dad will come across and will say the most crazy, random, vulgar things, and it's so 
normal to us. It's just so outrageous. Like, you know, like the one I said a couple of weeks ago when I'm like, Dad, this is so boring. And he's like, not as boring as sucking the farts out of dead seagulls. (laughs) And I literally just go, okay. And then I'm there crying with laughter again. I just, I have... Yeah, no reaction. So I know I need to keep. We that's, need to keep writing Colin's them down. That's Colin's quote of the week. Colin's right quote there. of the week. So we'll try and bring one of them every week if if we see him each week. Colin's Aussie quote of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get into today's episode. Yes. What is in our fridge and our cupboard? And we're just going to talk about food. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> It's going to be very honest as well because there's two ways about approaching this topic. Do we number one lie and we <laughs> and we you know give out all of our top tips about how to meal prep, how to stay on track, how to stay shredded all year long, and like the best way to eat and maintain your beautiful physique. Yeah. Or do we tell the truth about how we're very unorganized right now and we are very time poor and we're like, oh my gosh, there's like an old cucumber in the bottom of the fridge that is slimy, you know? So it's kind of like, oh, do we tell the truth? Because here's the thing. If you have heard our food episodes before, like we know, we know what we should do. We know what to meal yep. prep. We've done it ourselves. And we know that meal prepping is honestly the key to achieving your physique goals. For my body specifically, like it is 80% diet, 20% training. Like it's a lifestyle, but so much about what you put into your body will come out in your physique and what you look like. 100%. But just right now, we just want to be kind of honest. Well, let's be honest. Like the the reality is no one has time. Like it's there's so so few of us who have the time to spend meal prepping three, four hours on a Sunday night, meal prepping all your meals for the week. And the other side, the flip side of that as well. It's boring. It gets so boring and just eating the same it. chicken and vegetables, right? I know, I know. And it's something. there's something fun about, well, for me, there's something fun about like making a fresh meal that day, yeah. but also like going out for meals. And yeah, I, don't, I just, I don't know, I'm kind of over meal prepping for a bit. Yeah. I, I don't have time. I've never really meal we prepped made properly. Mm. Usually most, so when I was living out on my own, that was probably when I was eating the best. Um prior prior to like meeting Sarah because like first of all I didn't have a chef chef in the house (laughs) and um I was just eating the most basic meals ever and what I would do is that the night when I was cooking dinner I'd just cook extra and put it into a Tupperware container and then next day so much easier yeah Yeah. I think that's what I'll start like especially when Fox gets older and he goes to school and stuff I'm just gonna do what all of my Greek family friends do oh my gosh so I went to a school that there were so many Greeks I don't know why I was just like that suburb and I was so jealous all my friends would come with like gnocchi and like this like all their cool yeah. Greek food because their mums would cook like triple for dinner anyway but imagine how much food we're gonna have to cook if we do that oh my gosh we a, eat we eat like for four people as it is he's probably gonna eat <laughs> do you for know eight what, do you know what the hardest part is is for this cooking project that I'm making you obviously at the top of each recipe have to say serves the hard- <laughs> no, honestly, I'm finding it so difficult you, because you eat the same amount as me. I right? know. So, like a recipe that would normally serve four in our house serves two, yeah. and I'm not even joking. So I am making it for our serving. So yeah. I'm just like, look, this serves two for like training people. We eat a lot of food. Yeah. Anyway, I am digressing. <laughs> so right now we aren't really meal prepping and. When we were talking to our friend Ed about this topic, he was like, just be honest because most people don't have time, don't have the effort, don't have the energy or the motivation to meal prep what is in your fridge because we're, you know, we're still healthy. We're still maintaining yeah. our physiques. 
How does a person who's on the go, always busy, who doesn't really have a passion for cooking, doesn't have time for cooking, just wants to fill their fridge with healthy stuff, how do they do that? What is in our fridge? So one thing we've been doing lately, which is, this is totally unsponsored, but how amazing if it was, we have (laughs) been online shopping, like online grocery shopping. And I wish I didn't have to, because one of the negatives about online grocery shopping, especially if you get your fruit and veggies online, you can't pick exactly what piece of produce you want. Like I'm an avocado snob. I want to be able to like squish the avocado and get one that's like, yeah, if I get two avocados, I get one that's like perfectly right. And then one that's a little bit too hard because then by the time you eat the right one, the hard one is ready to go. Yeah, if you don't do that, you're, you're, you're silly. You're an avocado <laughs> noob. But anyway, we have been online shopping on the Woolies app. We just go to Woolies or, you know, go to Coles if you want, whatever. But it's so good because, like, we're so time poor right now. And even, like, getting Fox in the car and, like, unpacking him and putting him in the little carrier and walking around, it's just such a mission. Oh, it's like 100%. a full adventure. So I have been going online and I think it's, like... It's not even that much more expensive to get it delivered. And they bring it from the cart right up to your your kitchen kitchen bench. And you don't even need to use plastic bags. They bring it straight there. And I'm like, okay, I need to either commit, you know, three hours or something to driving to Woolies and doing that big shop or once a week filling up my cart. Because last week... I have never seen our fridge so barren, (laughs) so barren. And I feel like we didn't eat very clean or, or... our eating style didn't really match our goals or our fitness routine last week because it was so bare. Like, think yeah. about it. We snack so much on fruit. So when we don't have any fruit or vegetables in the fridge, we end up snacking on really weird foods that are more calorically dense, a bit more high in sugar. We go out to eat. We spend a lot more money. So I've noticed for Kurt and I, we are so much more on track when our fridge is full. Yeah. So starting off. Should we just get into what's in our fridge? Yeah, let's get into what's in our fridge. Okay. One of my favorite tips about our fridge, one thing I love, is we put a huge fruit bowl in the fridge. Yeah. And it's at the forefront. So when you open up the fridge, it's one of the first things you see because I know at my parents' house, the one thing that derails me is opening the fridge and seeing a cake or seeing, you know, yeah, that leftover scones and leftover donuts and things like that. So for me, if it's not in the house, then it's not as much of a temptation. (laughs) I will happily walk up the street and get something. But (laughs) I like to open up the fridge when I'm a bit peckish because I'm a boredom snacker. It's never going to change. It's never going to change. I just need to like acknowledge that. I'm always going to snack when I'm bored or when I'm stressed. It's me I, I've embraced it. Okay, yeah. don't don't try to change me. Okay, <laughs> so one th- one way I like to um, combat that is just filling my house with whole foods. So like heaps of veggies and heaps of fruit. So in this fruit bowl, we normally have like cold green apples. That's one of our favorite foods. Yeah, we we'll have peaches. Yeah, peaches. Kind of whatever's in season. I yeah. fully believe in changing up the whole foods that you eat and eating through the seasons. There's actually a really good book about it about how it's so important to eat seasonally and how your body thrives off those certain foods in those certain times of the year and with the weather and everything. Yeah. So Do you we know what kind that book's of called? No, no, it, no, but Google it. Or there's a lot of chapters in like certain health books about eating seasonally. There's one that's like uh it's it says like youthful eat eat right youthful I don't know. I'll have to remember, but it's a really good book. Anyway, so we kind of just eat really seasonally in terms of our fruit. 
And if we get something like a watermelon or a pineapple, then I will cut it up into chunks and put it in like a glass container. Yeah, but the problem with that is it just gets eaten so quickly. So the other <laughs> other day we had like a half watermelon in the fridge and it wasn't cut up and it, it we lasted the whole week. But yeah. when it's cut up, Ooh, boom, boom, gone boom, boom, boom. next day. I know. Out the door. Because every Inda time you open because <laughs> every time you open the fridge, you go, Oh, I just have you. Yeah, yeah, I have a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, one of my top tips is to have something in the forefront of your fridge that you will grab first, you see first, and you're like, look, I'm not actually that hungry, but I'll grab an apple because I'm yeah. just going to, you know, pick at it instead of having something like, not that dates are unhealthy at all, but we have dates in our fridge right I now. I always sneak them. I know. <laughs> because you always have them for cooking and then I always pull them out of the packet. I'll just have one here and there because Sarah gets so angry at me. Well, because they're I take expensive. The they're expensive and I use them for lots of my cooking, Tastes like my bliss balls. So good though. And this is what I mean. Like we are level 120 lazy right now. Normally, <laughs> normally I have like bliss balls and protein balls in the fridge. Yeah. But like I'm talking, you have no time. Okay. This is for the the listener who's on a fitness and health kick and they have literally no time, Let's like no honest, time to even make... That's all of us, really. I know, you but know? I know, but some people... Well, me, most of the time, I will make protein balls. But that's because you enjoy cooking, right? For yeah. someone like me, I've never enjoyed cooking. So for me, it was always about having quick stuff in the fridge. So like, we'll have... Uh, like let's say let's move on to dinner for example i i like a a meat and then veg put the veggies into a wok wok them up put the meat on the barbecue i'll i'll live off that like every single night sarah likes to judge things up so in in the fridge we have stuff that's like we've got some meat there ready to go we've got like a big salad and array of vegetables sitting in the vegetable section of the fridge and i love that because that's just easy for me yeah how we rotate the meat so we are going to make an effort to have two plant-based dinners a week. I just think yeah. that's really important. But normally on a normal night, we have like meat and like loads of vegetables and like a predominant source of carb. But how we do it is our freezer is stocked full of majority turkey mints, mm-hmm. chicken mints, chicken breast. I'm over chicken thigh. I just don't really like it anymore. Um, we have Fish. organic grass-fed beef mints. Well, no, I'm going to say fish and steak for a different section. Okay. Um, That's pretty much what is in our freezer. And then what happens is we will rotate. So we'll have something in the fridge that's defrosted, ready to go. Then when we cook that, we will get something out of the freezer, let it thaw out, leave it in the fridge. So it's kind of like this circular motion. We always have it rotating. But in terms of our fish and our grass-fed steak, we usually buy that on the day that we eat it because I feel like it always tastes better when you buy it and you cook it. I hate having... I don't know why. It just tastes like freezer when you defrost it. Yeah, no. So we often have like salmon i love barramundi we haven't really been doing it lately but i love no. barramundi which is like a white fish in australia it's kind of like um is it kind of like what's what's the what's the american equivalent to a barramundi oh i don't know my fish is that well it's it's a white one it's just it's like really a beautiful. nice chickeny white fish you know what i mean chickeny white it's fish. like not too fishy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we get our grass-fed steaks from either the butcher yeah and that's really important to get grass-fed as well because like you want the cows to to live that good life Happy. and eat eat their the food that they're meant to eat and that's what their bodies thrive off as well yeah so we always I find make sure they digest it easier as well yeah and, we, and it tastes better too we always make sure the butcher that we go to is like a, a true grass-fed organic butcher <gasps> The one that we go to is epic in yeah. Cronulla. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important. That's probably the most important thing about if you're going to eat red meats. I know there's vegans and vegetarians out there who don't eat meat, but 
we do so yeah so this yeah. is just part of our fridge and freezer but you know take from it what you will and a new i am going to talk about this separately in a podcast i just want to get all my notes and feedback together but a new addition to our freezer is actually liver grass-fed yeah. beef liver no 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 don't poo poo it yet <laughs> uh, my mom has actually done a lot of research about it and like the role it plays in our diet so like i said i will update you guys on that but it is frozen in our freezer and the way that i've been incorporating it into our meals is i grate it frozen and then you literally scatter it within like mince or within like a fry up or a stir fry so anyway that's in our freezer in our freezer oh i've, I've kind of skipped from our fridge to our freezer so while i'm in the yeah. freezer i may as well just tell you what's Finish in there the freezer off, yeah. we've also got mm, like one loaf of paleo bread always frozen ready to go and we yep. just like we'll toast that we also have like four packets of organic frozen blueberries oh we smash through them that's like smash. our dessert our yep. snack that's like what we use for yeah but basically when you, if you if you're craving ice cream get those blueberries put it in with your coconut milk this is sarah's concoction i no, use a protein no, powder this is a, that's not my ice cream one though oh uh, isn't it no so i have two so if I'm craving just like a sweet cereal, yeah. I will fill up a majority of a bowl with frozen blueberries. Then I'll do my deluxe mix and some chia seeds and some extra coconut, then do some coconut milk. And it's like a cereal, but it's mostly um, frozen blueberries well, I, instead I of just like filling up on nuts and seeds because that can be really intense on, on your digestion. I feel like that still gets my, that still hits my like, you know, craving for ice cream though. Okay, but like I know the, what fits, hits it, it more. Okay, go on. My homemade nice cream with frozen um, banana. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I love, 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 love going to the fruit shop and you can buy like a bunch of bananas that are about to go like too brown and you can get them really cheap and make sure you peel them. So I peel them and I put them in a glass container and I usually chop them in half. And then you can just like blend them up with a dash of almond milk and put some cacao powder in there or any other powders that you want and you make nice cream. It is so good. Also, if you add like half or a full frozen banana to your protein smoothies or just your smoothies, it tastes so much better and like colder and more creamy and thick than yeah. if you were to grab like a room temperature banana. So yeah, our freezer, the top section basically... So our freezer, the top section basically has frozen fruit. Yeah. And then that's kind of the only frozen fruit we do. If I'm actually intolerant to mango. I love mango, but if yeah, I buy a packet a of... Snack on. Yeah, if I buy a, a packet of it, I will eat... She eats the whole thing. Yeah, I'll eat the whole thing. <laughs> but um, it's basically just meat in there. But back to our fridge. In the vegetable crisper... Look... We, we buy everything like whole food wise and you know we use like our eco-friendly little baggies so we buy like whole tomatoes and like heaps of whole sweet potatoes and broccolini and we go through so many zucchinis we're obsessed with zucchini yeah i try to throw them in anything can't anything you? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah yeah you can make it sweet or savory <clears throat> if you grate it you can put it in something sweet because it just kind of absorbs the flavor it's just like yeah. a base it's really basic but we do buy packaged um baby spinach and yeah. kale because and I, I wish I wasn't this lazy I wish I bought it from like you know you can like hand, hand pick, it pick it and you wash it uh, I just hate washing baby yeah. spinach and I really should get better at it because we are trying to be more eco-friendly but for now while we're really busy we just grab like a huge family bag of yeah, baby, baby spinach because it's already washed that's it yeah and it's easy I also Sorry. love a thing that I think I wrote like a, an email send out or like a blog post on this a while ago. Something life changing for me was 
buying fresh herbs. So I, you're mm. you're either a person who loves coriander. Oh, I hate it. Or you hate coriander. And I'm really, <laughs> Kurt, I'm really sorry if you're sort of checking out in this podcast because I know you're not a foodie. So I'm really sorry. I've told my two bits, meat, vegetable, that, I know. that'll do me for the rest of my life. I know, life. I'm sorry, but, but there's people listening who really no, want no, to no. know. No, 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 I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening. Okay. I'm, I'm here. I know. Guys, I'm no, still I'm, here. I know, I just feel I'm bad. listening. I feel bad. We're talking about food. It's okay. really fine. <laughs> so I love fresh coriander. I will pretty much only use that in my salads, even if they're not like Asian inspired salads, because normally you'll have coriander on like your Vietnamese kind of dishes. Mm-hmm. But I will put it sometimes in our stir fries or if we make like a Vietnamese noodle salad. I love that. I love basil. Fresh basil in homemade Italian is like I do enjoy that. That's really good. If we do get this house, we seriously need to commit and have a herb garden. Uh, No, no, no. We've, I, okay. For one of Sarah's birthdays, I bought her this like big giant pot for our back deck and like I filled it up with dirt and I I planted all these plants into it. They were all herbs. They were all vegetables and they started to grow. And for the first week, Sarah was really invested and loved watering that thing and looking after it. And then after the week, it started to fizzle. Yeah. And who started looking after it? You a little bit. Big and then, dog. And then the big, big dog, dog. Then big dog big got dog. over it too. No, big dog and little says went on holidays oh. and it rained. Remember, it like yeah, absolutely it poured flooded, down and it got like and it flooded moldy. the thing and it got mouldy while we were gone. So yeah, it like it's fermented. So hard to maintain that. And then we just like went ew and then <laughs> yeah. didn't go out there. But maybe now with the backyard. Maybe it won't be like Maybe. that. Maybe. We'll see. Anyway. We'll see. We'll try. And if it fails, then I'm getting rid of the gun yeah. and leave it to the experts. Yeah. I also love having fresh ginger. Kurt mm-hmm. loves ginger. Oh, yeah. And so Ginger's if I, I like, I put it in our stir fries to like impress him because he loves fresh ginger. Yeah. I love fresh chilies. Yeah. Um, just easy stuff like that. I think that's really all that's in our vegetable crisper. I, I only, this is a weird thing as well. I only really use red onion. I don't know why. I think white onion's so boring. Yeah. And I hate carrot. <laughs> I like carrot. I know. I'll, I'll put it in things because you like it and I really should have it. But I just, yeah, I'm just not a carrot girl. Fun fact on carrots. When I was a kid, I had an allergic reaction to them that made me hyperactive. Yeah. And it'd make me run around the table <laughs> multiple times and pick my grandma up and make her chase me around the table. Pick her up. Yeah, pick her up. You know, I was a super strength kid. No, no, no. no. <laughs> make her get up. But yeah, I, it used to make me go crazy. And supposedly, I, I don't quote me on this, but I think there's a chemical in it called carotene that yeah. does that to some it's children. It's sweet potato and yeah. Is it carotene? Did I get it right? Yeah. Oh, see, I know stuff about plants. But it can make, yeah, it can make you go orange. So like yeah. my mom said she got picked up at like the bank or something and people were like, um, your child's orange. Maybe well, you're Why feeding- hasn't Fox turned orange yet? Because he eats no, no, no. so much sweet potato. No, I balance it because I'm wary. Yeah, I do. So okay. uh, some days I'm like, nah. We needed to stick to banana and liver. (laughs) You guys don't follow us on Instagram. You need to follow us on Instagram and watch him eat because I find maybe it's because it's my own child and I'm a bit like, you know, it's my kid now. Bias. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Um, I'm so obsessed with watching him eat. Like there's something so fascinating about him not being able to pick up food properly. It's such a mission to get it to his mouth. We're like, go, 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 go. And he like puts it on his eye. It ends up everywhere and it's chaotic. And then I hate having to clean it up afterwards. But during it, it is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, Honestly, the the biggest time, the best time waster. But wow, we get nothing done. Yeah. Anyway. Back to the fridge. So obviously we have like our whole foods. We've got our meat and we've got the vegetable crisper. So pretty much any vegetable you can think of, it's in there. And we've got the fruit bowl. 
We also have a lot of eggs because Kurt honestly has like minimum four eggs a day. Easy. It's really intense. I could have six. I could I could eat a whole packet in a day if I wanted to, but I know Sarah would get so angry. With so me. angry because like there's nothing worse than you being like, oh, I'm going to have like a three egg omelet and there's one egg left in the carton. Yep. I could smash egg, egg omelets all day. Another thing I do like to do, and this is kind of meal preppy, but it's so easy. Like it's so, so easy. If you get like two cartons of eggs again i'm just gonna assume you're a big eater like us leave one <laughs> let's just always assume two this. cartons of eggs yeah. 24 eggs yeah i don't know like we would smash that for two of us imagine when fox is older uh, anyway i digress uh, again so one carton is for the fresh stuff so it's like for your fried eggs or for like your wok cook-ups and for yeah. your baking and then another one i use for meal prep so i like to boil like six eggs at a time and have hard boiled eggs and the tip is to leave them in the shell in the fridge and they last longer. So if you de-shell them, I think it's like, I'm not going to even say the days, Google it, but they don't last as long for your meal preps. But if you Mm. leave them in the shell, they last longer. So I love having that because then you can peel them and then, oh, it's so good. You mash it, like you scramble them with like a hard boiled egg in a small bowl with some salt, pepper and curry powder with like a tiny dash of either almond milk or like a a dairy-free mayonnaise. Oh my gosh, it's like the best curry egg ever and you can just have it on the go all the time. So anyway, that's a little meal prep idea, which is like super easy. And a hard boiled egg is around eight minutes in boiling water. I don't like boiled eggs. But you like curried eggs? That's different. But boiled eggs, I can't... I like poached eggs, but as soon as it's boiled, I'm like, nah, I don't want to borrow it. That's why I don't meal prep it for you. That's why I keep them in a different section, which you don't know exists. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> Another thing that I think is super, super important in a fridge if you're trying to be healthy, and this is where a lot of people go wrong. Like my sister, for instance, she's like, eating healthy, like I just got so bored and I was craving this and I wanted to eat this. I'm like, dude, you can literally pretty much have every single food you're craving, but make it healthy. So one of the key things to have in your fridge is condiments. Okay, so you want to have... This is it. Some of it requires a little bit of meal prep or you need to go to a good health food store and like get the healthy versions. But Mm -hmm. we always have like two bottles of coconut aminos in the fridge. We're obsessed with it. Saving grace. Oh my gosh. The brand we get is like, I don't even know how to say it. It's like new life cocoa aminos. And it's kind of like your alternative to soy sauce, but less salty and more sweet. It's kind of mm. like teriyaki sauce, would yeah. you say? Yeah it's, yeah, it's so yummy. Like that's that's the best. I'll throw that on everything. So that's good. It. You can yeah. have it like raw in salads. You can <clears throat> have it in your stir fry. It's amazing. I also love salsa. So make sure you just read the ingredients. I don't care about the macros. Read the ingredients. Make sure it's made up of, made up of whole foods. I like a medium salsa, like mm. medium heat. Mild, not spicy enough for me. Hot, whoa, that's just spice can we go back to the ingredients thing because i think that's like something that's like really important and people get really confused with too what is like and i hope that you're going to say the answer that's in my head right now what is the most important thing when reading the ingredients like what is that one thing that you look for i look for real food within the ingredients Mm -hmm. and you also want to look at the order so like the thing with like pasta sauces and salsas okay people will turn it on the back and say well it has sugar in it i'm like okay that's fine but a lot of the time it's the last ingredient it's organic cane sugar i'm like sometimes you need to put your hands in the air and be like it's the best one available 
it's okay. Like yeah. we are all about living. And that's in- when you can go across to the macros and read the sugars then too and be like, oh, there's yes. probably real minimal in there anyway. Exactly. So yeah. that is, like, I don't believe in counting macros, but that's such a good <clears throat> point there. So if you are getting a salsa, okay, and one of the differences in the salsas will be minuscule, but you'll notice the order of the ingredients is different. So on the back, it should say like, uh, you know, 85% tomato. Uh, and then it'll go like onion, garlic, citric acid, whatever, whatever, whatever. This is for Australia. I don't know what, how it's like in America. I know it they have a very be. different structure on it their food It should be. Things. I'm not going to say it's the same, but it should be whatever's first. It should go in order from most prominent in the mixture yeah. to least. So if your last or your second last ingredient is sugar, just have a check. It should be lower than five grams of sugar per 100 grams. I mean, if it's higher, it depends what it is. If it's like a... A paleo bar made of dates it's obviously going to be a lot higher but your you know your sugar is coming from a whole food so a little mm, bit different mm. but if it is just like a cane sugar like a refined sugar try to make it like you know zero point something percent so i know in our salsa it was like maybe one one gram per 100 grams or, or per sorry per serving it was like one gram per serving yeah so we were like whatever so yeah i look at ingredients and make sure it's made up of whole foods if you're seeing all these weird foods and like these weird words that you don't even know what it means that's the point i wanted (laughs) don't don't put it in your body if you can't pronounce it why would you want to fuel your cells with that chemical you know sometimes sometimes a, a confusing word might actually be a real food that you don't know what it is and it has to be in there but just do your research and and just like use your intuition use your gut and be like it says tomato onion citric acid it's kind of okay like it's fine so then okay on the sh- on the sugar thing too there, there may be some words that you see like multidextrin and and like yeah um, stevia is a sweetener as well yeah. stevia is pretty good because so, that's a natural so sugar plant, right? can be disguised in so many ways there's like glucose syrup um it, it's different because cane sugar is different than other forms of sugar but essentially sugar in an umbrella form can be honey agave nectar coconut nectar um yeah, glucose syrup, multidextrin is like an artificial sugar. You've got sorbitol, which if you've got gut health issues, stay away from anything toll. Um, what about multidextrin? Ugh, the jury's out on it. Like, I, I, I no. I, I just, you stay clear no, of it? No, sorry, the jury's personally? not. No, yeah, I would just, no. Okay. There's de- okay. Sorry, the jury's out on dextrose. There's like multiple studies that say different things, but yeah, multidextrin, no way. Like multidextrin is different. Okay. Different okay. ballpark. Okay. Um, but in terms of sugars, I would prefer to stay to like coconut sugar. I don't mind stevia. Um, so say honey. you've got those, you've got those chemical ones that you said stay clear of. Like artificial sugars. Yeah, yeah. So say like you've got sorbitol, one- malt- yeah. sorbitol and maltitol. That's yeah. what you're thinking of instead of multidextrin. That's what you. Oh, mean. okay. All right. Maltitol and sorbitol. If you have gut health issues, or actually, if you have a semi-sensitive gut, just stay away. So it's like you know, on like a gum packet, and it says excess consumption may lead to a laxative effect. Yeah, yeah. That's because of the sorbitol and maltitol. So with something sugar-free, you're like, oh my gosh, sugar-free, like zero calories, awesome. But it tastes sweet still. Yeah, it's wreaking havoc on your gut. Like okay. it's insane. So okay, say say it's got those those chemicals in it. Or it's got uh, organic cane sugar. Which one would you lean towards more? Just personally. like Personally, yeah. organic cane sugar. You would? Yeah, 100%. Without a doubt. 100%. Purely because it's a plant and it's not chemically yeah. made. And- uh, 
from my opinion, again, I'm not a nutritionist, no, but yeah. and from my experience, and even just from talking to my naturopath and nutritionist about this kind of stuff, yeah, well, you're that well is a whole food. You know, cane sugar, as much as it's got a bad rap, it's still more of a whole food. Your body knows how to break that down more. Mm. It's more familiar to the body than maltodextrin and maltitol and sorbitol. Like, yeah, yeah I just... We, we don't eat side. raw sugar, cane sugars, like that type of stuff in, the, in our household. We try to stay clear of it. Yeah. But um, I think that's something that's important to think about when you're looking yeah. at the back of the package I would rather too. I would rather have that three grams of sugar per serve than zero grams of sugar per serve and be filling my body with maltitol and sorbitol, wondering yeah. why my stomach's going... Yeah. And, you and then you're pooping the a Sunday. Like when you, you you buy, like, look, look at all the protein bars that are in the supermarkets at the moment. And oh you look gosh. at the back ingredients on them and it's like... And you wonder 40, why you bloat as soon as you eat them. Yeah, it was just like 40 grams of protein, 30 grams of protein. Like, you know, oh, great, that's great. I get to fuel Zero my muscles. Zero grams of carbs. It's like, but what the, the heck? All the... All the chemicals that are in them, like it, I, yeah. I can't even pr- pronounce half of the yeah. stuff that's on those products. Like yeah. some of them are just full of crap. Like, yeah. That's why I like the blue dinosaur ones because like, that's why I say don't look at the macros, guys. Honestly, like the best body I ever had was when I didn't even, like I don't care about macros. I was looking at whole food, real food. Yeah. Like the blue dino ones are just made from like egg white protein and like a little bit of dates and some MCT oils. Like just yeah. eat real foods. Anyway, yeah. I'm getting too I know we're going off on a tangent, but then I think that's another good point as well. You said like, I don't care about macros, but you understand macros, right? Yes, I think there is a delicate balance. So I don't regret... So in my fitness life, in my past, I tried that whole counting macros, tracking macros, counting calories thing. And um, everyone pretty much who's come full circle will tell you the same thing. It gives you such a bad relationship with food and you start seeing food as numbers. You get hungrier because you're thinking about it all the time. It's but you an, will get results, right? Yeah, so I'm starting with yeah. the bad thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so okay. if you are just attacking it from that calories in versus calories out mentality, if you actually stick to it, sure, you probably will see results. However, it's really, really hard to stick to Hmm. because when you do start tracking calories religiously, it becomes a full on mind game and you've restricted so hard and you've you've managed it so hardcore and and you're so obsessive over it that at the end of the day, you end up binging or it's really actually hard to maintain and stick to those calories. Mm. If you do, sure, it's going to work. But it, uh, but if you're if you're if you're like trying to get macros by eating ice cream and you know like oh, yeah. those terrible protein bars, yeah, like, it's probably your blood sugar levels are going to be all over the shop. I, I would love to put a side by side comparison of someone purely doing the count my macros thing Whoa. with someone who counts their macros but eats whole foods, foods counting their macros, yeah, and see what their body like. Like if you could do it with the same person, well, and see I don't what their body shape would look like. It's not even shape; it's more like your insides, like when you're old, like your skin. Yeah, I feel like true. someone's skin and their eyes are a reflection of their diet. Like, you know, those mm. people you meet and you're like, oh, you're just glowing. And they're like, can I please have a matcha latte and a, a vitality bowl with an egg? Like they just eat so nutritionally dense and you can see it in their yeah, soul. So true. And then there's the people who are shredded and they're like, can I just get a side of chicken breast, egg white protein, blah, blah, blah. And like, sure, they're shredded, but there's just something... I don't, yeah, I don't know. youthful. Yeah, I don't know. I like I, totally I, I like eating see that for vitality, vibrance, and mm. I like that kind it's of like style. It's like the bro science dudes in the gym. You see them and like, yeah, their body looks great, but like there's something about yeah. their skin yeah. and their complexion that's yeah. like... Because sometimes those people... I also don't think, look youthful, right? I think it has a lot to do with fats as well because mm-hmm. let me just quickly before I get to the fats... I'm sorry. Little, I'm sorry. I've taken you no, on a fine. massive tangent. It's fine. I think it's interesting. Like 
tell me to come back to the fats thing. Yeah. But with the calorie counting, so while that is negative and it, it gave me a bad relationship with food at that time of my life, I totally don't regret it because it gave me such a good understanding of food and appreciation mm-hmm. for it. So nowadays I will acknowledge food as protein, carbs, and fats, mm-hmm. but I don't live by it and I don't restrict by it and I don't count. So for instance, the way that I utilize that information and that knowledge, but integrate it into an intuitive eating way in the morning, I might say, okay, I know in the morning that I've just trained and I need to replenish my glycogen stores. So I need some carbohydrates. I'm going to have some paleo toast and some sweet potato and some sweet potato. I've also really stretched my muscles to their limits and pushed myself and broken down um, my muscles in that leg session. So I need to rebuild that, replenish that. I need some protein to help build myself up again, ensure my body isn't in a catabolic state. So I'm going to have some, I'm going to have like two eggs and maybe like a little side of salmon. Mm -hmm. Guys, keep in mind, I'm a big eater. Yeah. (laughs) And then- Obviously, I want my micronutrients, so I want to ensure my immunity is boosting. I want my hair, skin, and nails to be strong. I want my, I want to have that glowing effect. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to have some kale and some uh, tomato for some antioxidants. But then I also want to ensure my hormones are nice and balanced, and I want to be full for a really long time. I want to have strong nails. I want my blood sugar levels to be stable throughout the day and through the morning. So I'm going to have some healthy fats. I'm going to drizzle some flaxseed oil over the top, and maybe have some avocado. So there's a lot that goes through my mind, but I always try to make sure there's protein, carbs, and fats. Do not be scared of fats. Fats do not make you fat in every single meal. And speaking of the fats, that's where I fully don't believe in tracking your macros because I'll meet some girls who... You're talking about fats. Sorry to cut you off, but you're talking about fats. There's, there can be a confusion there too. Like some fats are like avocados and that. And then you've got the saturated fats, which are, are like straight off the meat. So you're not talking about saturated fats, are no. you? No. And... It's funny because there's like, yeah, your bad fats, like uh, your potato chips that are like deep fried. Mm. And then there's good fats, but within good fats, there's even more elements of fat. So there's omega-9, omega-3, omega-6. So like I'm not poo-pooing avocado at all. It's amazing. It's so good for your hair, your skin, your nails, but it's actually not as dense in omega-3, which is really what we need in this day and age. We need a lot mm. of omega-3. So if you are just having avocado avocado as your source of fat, that's me. you're probably selling yourself <laughs> a little bit short. So that's why in a lot of like my cooking project recipes or even on my vlogs, I'm not always going to have avocado. I'm going to have a lot of flaxseed oil, flax seeds, chia seeds. They are more... Uh, they're made up more of omega-3 rather Mm -hmm. than the 9s and the 6s. Do you know what I mean? So, And even with nuts. So that's why I have a lot of walnuts because walnuts is one of the highest in omega-3 as opposed to the almonds and the cashews. And they say cashews affects your inflammation levels if you are prone to that. So it's like, I could talk about this for days. Again, it's hard because I'm not like, legally a nutritionist but it's like my passion <laughs> but we'll but, get one in and they'll back up everything you're yeah, saying anyway yeah so back, so back to the fridge quickly yeah. in there another really important condiment i have because we we're talking about condiments so i said we've mm. had our salsa we also have this um jalapeno byron bay chili sauce we love that yeah. but we also have flaxseed oil yeah. And we have hemp seed oil. So the oils that I like to use are flaxseed oil and hemp seed oil. I use that raw on our salads. I also like to cook with avocado oil because you can heat it to really high heats 
and it doesn't become carcinogenic, whereas olive oil does. So olive oil, I'll but only... But you use coconut oil as well, right? Yeah, I use coconut oil as well. But Which is the same thing, right? They're both similar. You, yeah, you, you can heat it to higher heats, but yeah. avocado oil is really good for that. Yeah. Um, Olive oil, I don't really cook in olive oil. I'll do it in the oven if it's at like a lower heat, but I do like it raw on our salads. I was told that that can turn carcinogenic once it's been heated yeah once it heats um to a certain point so that's why if it's really really hot i just won't even but we we have really good fry pans that are like non-stick like they're like these circulon ones or you can use cast iron even better so another condiment we have in our fridge i make my homemade tahini ranch i love that if you want to know how to make that just go to my youtube channel and watch my food prep video um i love I have a re- I shouldn't even buy it because it's one thing that I cannot have um, self control over hummus. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, oh, man. Do you know what I did the other day? And this is just being hashtag relatable. <laughs> I, we have paleo bread in the fridge as well that's ready to go. So, as well as the freezer. So, in the fridge, uh, more oh, like lit- at least once a day, I will walk past the fridge, grab a piece of paleo bread get out hummus and start dipping bread in hummus. She and does. And I, I don't mean up. like lightly dip. I mean like scooping it. You'll go through a whole container of hummus in one sitting. You're you're crazy, man. Yeah, guys, I'm telling you, like <laughs> I, I, I'm never going to change. Never going to change. I just freaking love food. I've been like it since I was one. Literally, my mom said she was so embarrassed of me. I had I was just on solids sitting on the party table at my, my pop's house, eating dip with my hand, like yeah. scooping it. Anyway, I love food. Can I, can I kind of fast track this fridge sec- segment? Because I feel like I've been talking about it Sorry. for a while. I want to get to yep. another section, but like, I'm just going to finally say we have like coconut milk. We have almond milk. Coconut water. Coconut water. We always Sometimes get coconut water. Sometimes I get water. over drinking water. The so reason why we get coconut water is like a good alternative for um, instead of getting Powerades because it's got lots of electrolytes in it. Yep. I've, I just, I love coconut water. Anyway. Yeah, after a big workout. Um, and then we get lots of blueberries, strawberries. Mm. We will smash through a punnet of blueberries in a sitting. We like, get like five punnets. I know they're expensive, but they're so good. Yeah, but like we invest in our health. So like we spend our money on food. That's what you need to know. I had a little freak out the other day. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we always take this podcast to the bathroom, but I'm oh. going to take it to the bathroom. What? I did a poo and it came out black. What? I did a black poo. <laughs> I instantly freaked out, went to Google, was like, what does black poo mean? You didn't tell me this. You have cancer. You're going to die. Right? You didn't tell me yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. Normally but, you come out and you, you deep breathe. I know. I know. But then I oh, like, you- like, I'm, you know, I wanted to further research this this thing. I'm like, why is my poo black at the moment? So one reason it could be, <laughs> if you, if your poo's black, take it seriously because it could be it could be like bleeding in your organs, <laughs> and that's not good. Wow. <laughs> but the other one is from eating too many blueberries. That is you. Yeah, Kurt is yeah. addicted to yeah. blueberries. Yeah. So idiot. my poo was black from eating too many blueberries. <laughs> so there you go. Don't freak out straight away. Get checked because it could be bad. Or it could just be you've eating too many blue- that blueberries. That is so funny. That is so, <laughs> so funny. Anyway, I want to sort of move away from the fridge now and talk about, because this day and age, we, we're we so accessible to like takeaway food with like, mm. you know, Uber Eats, Liveroo, oh, Manulog. There's so many apps out there that you can like get, you know, good food from. For any Americans listening, that's like your Postmates. Oh, okay. Yeah, Postmates. They've got Uber Eats too. I was Do over they? in America and they oh, had Uber Eats. Okay, well, yeah. don't worry about me yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, stop me then. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So 
what one thing that we do when when it comes to takeaway food and like yes we buy takeaway food as well a lot but we always we always are searching for a healthy alternative yep. right yep it's and all we about, look it up on instagram first before we pick it we like 100%. instagram and and we check the photos yeah and i think i'm just going to sort of relate back to when we spoke to steve cook and he had a good um a point about when when he's out and about and he's on tour and he's doing things because he works with Gymshark and they're always taking him away overseas mm-hmm. and on tour. The one thing that he's learned to do now is not all overindulge on food mm. and like have little bits like, yeah, okay, I'll have some ice cream, but I'm going to have maybe two scoops of that yep. and be like- Moderation, a, not deprivation. With it. Yeah, yep. 100%. So I guess that's kind of the mentality that we have. You are so good at that. I, I try to. You are so good I at that. I try to be good at it. But yep. um, yeah, so, so I think- for those of you who, who are time poor and your fridge is empty, we're there all the time. Yeah, we've been there. We just look for the healthy alternatives on and, there. And stick to familiar things. Stick to what you know, especially yeah. if you are traveling. You know, like stick to the whole foods, stick to the real foods. Yeah. But a lot of things we'll order. We, we order a lot of sushi, um, like sashimi, poke bowls. Yeah. I know barbecue chickens aren't the best. But, yeah. you, you know, the breast in there is okay. Yeah. I know there's a bit of fat well, through it. But. Like, you can't be too picky. If you were out and mm. about and you're like, there's only like KFC, McDonald's and Taco Bell, we would usually go to like a barbecue chicken rotisserie place and get like sweet potato fries, yeah. some veggies and, and a, a barbecue chicken. Yeah, yeah. The hardest part is I always have to ask, is your chicken gluten free? And yeah. then I have to get the skin <laughs> off. But that's the thing. Like, we are not perfect. No. And sometimes it freaks me out because I listen to a lot of health and fitness podcasts. Like, that's the stuff I love to listen to. And like, it makes me sit back and think, oh my gosh, like maybe I'm not taking my my nutrition serious enough because these people on the podcast, they meal prep every single Sunday and they're so on their diet. I'm like, oh my gosh, like we're so busy. We've just like run past the shops and grabbed a barbecue chicken. But like, we're just trying to be honest and relatable. And as much as fitness is my job and looking a certain way is a part of my job, I'm still like you and I'm unorganized and I grab a barbecue chicken and I just do the best I can in whatever situation I'm in. Yes. Definitely. Anyway, our baby's crying in the background right now. So we may have to wrap this podcast up nice and early. If you guys enjoyed this one, let us know because we can totally talk about what's in our pantry because that is a completely Uh, different topic. We've got like paleo pastas and like grain-free things and snacks and desserts. We've got so much stuff. So even if you want me to do a potty nugget, I can do it because I know Yeah, maybe you just do your potty nugget because I don't want to talk about food. I'm bored. (laughs) I am Sarah's Day, Sarah's underscore day on Instagram, Sarah's Day on YouTube. And I'm KJ Tills on Instagram and YouTube and we are the dot health code on Instagram make sure you go and give us a follow we're going to try and be more consistent with our Instagram account I'm so excited we, we had this meeting the other day and we have all these great ideas for the health code and I'm so excited to start producing some content that I guess you guys just really resonate with yeah. so thank you so much for listening in we're so happy to have you guys and listen into our little community and our little chats that we have <laughs> we should probably get our baby right now I was going to tell them about the YouTube stuff but no, I'll no, tell no. you in the next episode yeah, yeah. we have a lot of fun plans <laughs> Everything, oh, everyone, okay. My, my phone's ringing. It is a sign. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. Love you. Bye. Peace out.